Welcome to the Greater Gains Podcast, where we discuss everything from basic budgeting to Wall Street and more. We're making the confusing world of finance and money simple. Let's start the show. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to the Greater Gains Podcast. Let's Today, let's talk about credit scores and credit cards and all that good stuff that lets us buy things that we can't afford right now, but can afford in the future, given some payments. Credit basically is the thing that allows us to buy homes, cars, things on installments, anything along those lines that we can't buy currently, given the amount of money we have or the amount of capital we have now. So it basically is just a buying into the future and a staking a claim on your future assets, meaning your future money. In 2021... Everyone has a credit card. Everyone understands why you need to have a credit card and how you should use it. And if you don't, basically what you should do is you should have a credit card with not a very big limit. You should pay it off entirely every month. And you should ensure that you're not making any interest payments on the actual credit card itself. If you're doing that and you do it every month, odds are you're going to start building credit and you're going to build it great and it's going to keep going and you're going to scale up and eventually you're going to have a great score which allows you to do anything and open up and opens up many, many doors. But one thing people don't talk about is having lines of credit and the value of that credit. Let's say you were to just have a credit card that you just spent $1,000 on every month and that's all you had. You never had any larger payments than, let's say, $500, and you only use about 50% of your balance of that credit card. Well, in the future, banks might not look on it as kindly as they do right now. So let's say you go get a home loan, and you're trying to take out $300,000 in a mortgage loan from your bank. They're going to look at your statements of credit, and they're going to see that you've never had such a large amount of debt and paying off. For a lot of us, this isn't an issue because a lot of us have student loans that we make payments on and cars or anything of a larger value that the bank can go, hey, look, they have a track record and they're going to keep doing it. Basically, the credit score is just letting them know that that you're good for the money in the future. And anything above a 700 is really like a decent number that no bank will like scoff at. So, end of the day, have a 700 credit score, you're going to be fine. But how do we get to that 700 if we're currently struggling? Well, the first thing you have to do is you have to use what we talked about in the first few podcasts and create a budget. Once you have the budget, you have to start paying off your debts. This, my opinion, I think you should go with the smallest debts and then go to the highest debts. But you can do it vice versa too, or you can pay off with the highest interest payments versus the lowest. And basically, you just keep doing that. You keep adding that into your budget. And then once all the debts are paid off and everything's good to go and your credit score is back up to where it should be, then you basically just start utilizing your other lines of credit. You take out a credit card that very little fees or no fees is perfect. And you make your payments on it, and then you make small incremental purchases as it becomes a financially possible situation for you. 
And that's how you grow your credit. The issue where many people run into it is, many people run into, is the fact that they overpurchase or they overextend themselves. Someone that's making $15 an hour and works 40 hours a week is better off than the person who's making minimum wage and working 40 hours a week. Yet the, the odds of that person who has the lesser amount of income coming in utilizing credit more is higher. In other words, the person who's making more money is more likely to use credit more regularly and irresponsibly. So the thing is, if you're not making, if you don't have a large income, your first step is to not utilize credit to such an extent. Your ideal situation should be to try to create or find ways to make more income. And once you have that other income being produced and coming in, then you can extend your credit and your lines of credit and grow your credit usage, which is ideal. But if you're making minimum wage, let's say, and you just have 40 hours a week of minimum wage, you're not in the position to be purchasing a home. You're not in the purchase. You're not in the position to be purchasing a new car. Now, not that does not mean any car. If you need, you obviously need, at least in the United States, some form of transportation to and from a, a job. And there are cars that are available for affordable prices. They're not the best cars, but they're available. And yes, if you need to use credit for that, that is. And I perfect situation and a perfect way to show and improve your credit score if it's down is by you making those purchases of lesser value items that allow you to use your lower credit scores to purchase them. Now, credit scores are tricky because there are three of them. There's three different places that they run your credit against. And each one of them might have a slightly different score. And what normally happens is they take the average of the three and that's your credit score, quote unquote. But it could be vastly different. And if that is the case for you, you what you need to do is isolate which one is different and obviously make your payments towards that. Another thing that people have issues with are delinquencies on credit or bad marks on their credit history and they don't go away for seven years but eventually they do go away the best way to overcome that obstacle and it is an obstacle is to basically just keep making the payments on whatever credit you do have if you do that yes your delinquency marks on the already past due or defaulted loans will be apparent, but eventually the other the the paying off of the debts itself will overcome this obstacle, and that is basically what is the the whole system is making you do. It's making you purchase things in the future in order to purchase things. It's making you purchase things now so you can purchase things in the future. In other words, if you don't buy a car today, you won't be able to buy a house tomorrow. And that's just an example. Obviously, you don't need to be buying a car every month or a car every year or a house every other year or anything like that. 
you just need to be making small incremental purchases on credit because people who preach having no credit cards, that's not realistic for anybody in the United States that's middle class right now. The, the only way that is possible is if you have so much cash where you can make your purchases indefinitely. Now, if that's the case, fine, perfect. You don't need credit then. But that is not the case for myself, and it's not the case for pretty much everybody I know. So the main takeaway I want you all to take from this is credit is good. Credit is good so long as you manage and are responsible about it. With that, thank you guys for listening. Have a great day. Thanks for listening to the Greater Gains Podcast. Make sure you leave us a review and subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. We upload three every week. In the meantime, check us out on Instagram and YouTube by searching Greater Gains. Until next time.